Welcome, everybody. I'm Mark Peter Davis, Managing Partner of Interplay. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs advance society. And as you know, if you've listened before, this podcast is definitively part of that effort. Uh, today, we've got Fong. She's going to come in and lay some wisdom down. Uh, she has uh, run through a list of what makes a founder a good founder. Uh, I would say within the walls of Interplay, this is probably a fairly universally agreed upon list. And I think it's really important for everyone to hear. And it may not be what people expect. And if you hear it and it doesn't describe you in some ways, uh, go listen to Fong's segment on the Superman analysis. The idea that you be really honest in a self-assessment inventory, identify your gaps and hire to fill them. If there are things in here that are character flaws, time to meditate. Get a coach um, if those don't land with you. But this is, to me, the list that separates the predictable winners from the others. So I hope it is helpful to you. Best of luck. Enjoy. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic that, Mark, you and I have discussed a lot, uh, which is what makes a good founder. So over the years, we've worked with a lot of founders here at Interplay. And, you know, everyone is really different. I don't think there's one archetype of a good founder. But, you know, we have identified some patterns and the characteristics that a lot of really successful founders have. And I wanted to share them with you today. You know, as you're listening to this, if you're a founder and you realize you're lacking in some of these areas, don't freak out. I think one of these qualities you might be able to hire into but most of them really do have to come from you. So I think it's just good to have that awareness and improve how, however you can. So the first trait uh, we identified is grit. I think this is one of the most important qualities, in my opinion. You know, being a founder is hard. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. You know, it's the whole high highs and low lows thing. But successful founders don't get too discouraged when things go wrong. Even better, they learn from their mistakes and they use failures to get even more motivated to succeed. When something goes wrong, they try to understand why and they use that learning to figure out how they can 10x it next time. You know, when we're looking for CEOs here at Interplay, we specifically say we're looking for people who can walk through walls without a helmet. They, successful founders have unrelenting ambition. If you don't, I don't think you're going to get have a shot at making it past the low lows, which I know you're going to have no matter how good you are. Uh, second trait, I think, is the ability to execute consistently. This trait, I think, is equally as important as grit. Uh, good ideas are, you know, pretty easy to come by, I think. But the ability to execute on those ideas, to take a concept and then turn it into rea a reality with the right strategic planning, with the right resource allocation and thoughtful decision-making, that's what builds businesses. Um, successful founders are doers. They have a high balance towards action. Mark, I would say that this is one of your defining characteristics. You know, even though you have plenty of ideas, maybe too many, um, I'm always Definitely so impressed. <laughs> I'm always really impressed that when we nail something down, you're the one that's like, okay, how do we get this done? What are the steps? Who do we need? Who's doing the Gantt chart? Why is this taking so long? But this is exactly what you need because if things go undone, you'll never reach your goal. 
Third trait, I think, is humility, also an important one. Successful founders know that they don't have all the answers and that they can and should learn from others. They're open to feedback and they're always looking for opportunities to improve. This is especially important to me as I assess companies to invite to the interplay in an incubator. The founders we work with have to be coachable. Um, you know, if, if they're not, we can't help them. They already know everything. We can't leverage our expertise to guide them. Great leaders know that they need to seek out help from different sources. They know to ask the right questions and then to bring those insights back to the company. The last one um, is integrity. I think this one is often overlooked and undervalued. Like as a founder, honesty, ethics, and a commitment to doing what's right for the business is essential. You know, yeah, sure. Sometimes it's easier to cut corners and to shift the accountability and make decisions that make you look good in the short term, maybe to your investors, but maybe they're not so great for long, the long term. But good founders don't do this. They know that having integrity impacts all parts of their business because it builds trust with their team and their customers. And that's a really powerful tool to attract talent as well as, as business. So yeah, those are the four that I came up with. I think I'm probably missing um, a few others, but I mean, these are the ones that we really do see over and over again. You know, I didn't know that list before you just went through it, that you were going to say those. I think anyone on our team would have written the same four out. Um, we talk about all of these a lot. Uh, I do want to put a an asterisk on the first one, on the grip. No matter who you are and how impervious you are to failure, guilt, conflict, emotions, you're going to get really low. I, I get knocked yeah. down all the time. Uh, I, tell my kid, I told my kids recently, I said, the, the key to my success has not been how I succeeded. It's how I failed. Not how I win, how I fail. Yeah. And I get gut punched all the time. And I think it's important to be okay feeling bad about it. It's important to take those feelings and feel them. The key is day, two days, three days later, you get back up and you're like, fuck it, I'm ready to get back in the fight. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. So I think if you're, if you're like judging yourself for feeling bad about something or you know, let's say you did the right thing in a business negotiation, but the other person has different values or viewpoints and they made you feel really bad. Like you're questioning your, fine, feel bad about it for a little bit. Feel your feelings. The question is, what do you do after? Um, and the people who get back up and keep getting their ass kicked, but keep getting back up. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And then using, using that, that uh, those mistakes or, you know, those lows to really motivate you to, to do even better. I think that's, that's a really great way of kind of weaponizing the, 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 all the shit that happens to you. Yeah. I think that's, and that part plays into the humility, right? Being humble enough to say, okay, someone knocked me down. I'm probably not completely not like innocent. What did I do wrong? Right. Learn from it. Get the fuck back up, put your chin up, take another punch. That's it. That's the game. If people have those four characteristics, it's going to work out. I think those four characteristics trump where you went to school, how wealthy you mm -hmm. are, and even how smart you are. 
Yeah. I think those four are more important. So yeah, yeah, uh, I had smarts up here. It was just like really further down the list for me. You know, I think it's great to be smart, to be an expert at maybe what you know your your business is 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 about. But I think having these, like, I think you can you can really you know out, outdo knowledge and 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 uh, and smarts. Yeah, I'll bet on people with low pedigree with these characteristics over high pedigree without them all day. And I'm certain that bet will pay off. That has become a very clear pattern in all of the company building and hiring we've done over the years. It's these, it's these four things. Gold standard. Cool. Thank you, Fong. Good one. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to that. Um, this is a super important topic, if you couldn't tell just from the way we ran through it. Probably of all the stuff we go through, this is one of the few things that maybe is at least adaptable or changeable in the in the company, right? We're talking about a lot of tactical stuff. You can go and change those things. Um, but for those who are unsure of how to navigate or how to evaluate what success is going to look like in a team, hopefully this clarifies, uh, particularly on the integrity side. You as a founder, if you're listening to this and you are a founder, you will be faced with no-win situations, rocks and hard places. Hopefully, uh, this list of four, particularly the integrity, gives you a pole star to help you find your way in those moments of darkness. And with that, we'll catch you next week.